your boy Look at Warren. We are now tuned into Nola Zine Network. So tell everybody, I'm like, where you from? I'm from New Orleans, born and raised, Seven Ward. No, me run low. <laughs> gotcha. So growing up, I'm like in the Seven Ward. If how it was you growing up? Um, you know, I never was like no nigga that was in the streets. Like I always was that that friend. Like I had family like that, but I always was that fun friend. Warren, let's go get a drink. We can hang out, be in public. So I had like a fun childhood. I used to do stupid shit with my cousins. We sleep every weekend. Like I really ain't start coming into the scene like until I want to say like middle school like a little bit going to high school I started coming out going to little hall parties but other than that I was inside every weekend with my cousins we was just doing you know stupid shit. Gotcha. So like for us making music and things like mm -hmm. that like who influenced you to even like make a song? Um, my partner his name Bird if you went to St. Augustine you know Bird um, he a DJ DJ Moolah we was um, at a ball one night and he was like you need to make a song. So I'm the type of person, you could tell me do some shit, but if I don't want to do it, I ain't going to do it. So in my head, I'm like, I don't really want to go that lane. I like hosting music. I don't, I don't even see me writing music. Like, But he hit me up. He was like, man, I got a session with Michael. I want you to come in on it. So I'm like, oh, this nigga playing. He wrote me again and was like, session book, this the day, this the time. So I'm literally at work, and I just started writing lyrics down. We get in the booth. It was a whole different experience for me. I saved my lyrics, my Kel, mixed and mastered, and that's how the very first bounce song, Downtown Freestyle, came about. So, you know, I just interviewed, I'm like, BG, I mean, I'm like, BJ, so cool. Yeah. And I told him, I said, man, I thought the song was yours. Like, cause you like was punching boobies, doing all kinds uh, of stuff, pow, pow. <laughs> so like, the first time you heard that song, I'm like, what was your, I'm like, reaction? Man, me and my um my friend Blood, we was just in a car, Blizzy. We in the car and I put it on. So we like, man, what? This is like a real, this is a fire ass song. So I was like, it's not your average bounce song. Like, you know what it is for the whole to shake and shit. But it was like, you be in the club, you see real niggas in the, in the bitch like this. Cause it's like, the lyrics is not your usual lyrics. So that's that's what people was telling me. Like, man, Warren, you, you didn't made a dance to Vulture Island. You got people thinking that you didn't been a part of pumping up you need your own song and I'm like you know what at the downtown freestyle I'm like I'm gonna keep it going so that's when I wrote uptown freestyle and so let's bring it back to you know Ralph and I brought your island like mm -hmm. how you came up I'm like actually only with that dance um well you know I know Rob just from his hood like my people is from the Albertville and stuff like that so when the song came out I'm a type of person, I'm going to be honest with you, I'd be so late on music. I could be in the club and people would be bobbing. I'd be like, I ain't hear this shit. So I was here in Vulture Island every weekend. So I finally went home, listened to one. I'm just inside listening to that bitch. So I'm Josin, and I was just like doing shit I saw on TikTok. So I called my friends. I'm like, I can't wait till y'all see this dance. Y'all going to be dying laughing. So he did his concert at Republic. And the day before that, I was inside the kitchen with my friends, Josin, doing the dance. Moving on from Republic, we was in April's one night. This was Blood Birthday weekend. The song came on. I kid you not, the whole club, if you would have felt the energy, it felt like it was rocking. So I just bust out into the dance. All of this was all I had in my head. Everything else that, uh, 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 that just was on the spot, me being warm, me being drunk. 
the next morning, I didn't even know nobody was recording me. I ain't tell nobody to record me. I just woke up and nigga tagged me in the video. I'm like, man, wait, huh? And then from there, it's like, Vulture Island just was like a crazy little way for everybody in New Orleans. That bitch still a hit to me. I ain't gonna care. <laughs> so, you know, if a Rob blow up, song go crazy, mm -hmm. and he shoot the video, mm -hmm. and, and like you were in the video. Right. So, I mean, how was that? I'm like, experience to actually see yourself all over the world. Mm -hmm. Well, when Rob hit me up, he like, man, bro, you gotta come get in the video. I want you to host the, the DJ. I'm like, oh, for sure, you know. People, people really was asking me, like, did Rob show love? I'm like, man, Rob is like family. Like, Rob had me involved in everything Vulture Island from there on out. Like, opportunities, paid opportunities. Like, I just was straight with all of that. So, when he hit me up, you know, he made sure I got my scene. People was like, your scene should have been longer. Look, I was just thankful to be there in that presence of other people. So, it was like, it wasn't enough for me. Like, y'all know I made the dance. It ain't got to be no big old thing. I'm never that person. To be trying to press shit like, hey, hey, I made this. I ain't even told nobody to record me that night. So, of course, I ain't about to be pressed to be like, hey, I made the dance. But it was like, you know, it was a fire experience to be around people like Lil Baby and them. Like, you know, rapper shit, really. So, you know, if I fast forward, I'm like, Rob for nine situation, you know, you actually had a chance to actually host. I'm like, bought you out the weekend. That's how was that? Um, that was a, the first time I did it. It was an amazing experience. It was very organized. Like, I, I love, I'm a Leo, first of all. I love organized events. Give me a time to be there. What door I'm going in? Where I'm going to be at? When I walked in, they had me in a little dress room and everything. So the first year was nice. And then the one we recently just did, that one, like, topped everything. Like, you know, it was just like, you know, you do something for the first time. The second time, just be better. So the second time, it was like, you know, more... Um, performers and stuff like that. It, it was fire, dude. It, it's really a nice ass experience. Gotcha. So, you know, Evan Noir is on fire right now. Thanks. For his music, fashion, just damn everything. So, like, you know, ever this year, Vulture you know, they had like a lot of it, you know, they brought out artists, mm -hmm. like, you know, Treaty and different people like Thanks. that. So, did you know the first time you heard Treaty song, mm -hmm. did you already know that was it? Facts. When Treaty first put out making love I'm listening to her when she posted the slipping on Instagram I'm at home like mm, what the fuck and I know Treaty and she ain't gonna be mad that I say this Treaty don't even like bounce music like so I was tweaking for Treaty to dip back into bounce a little bit so that was like a fire ass comeback cause you know she did dick drop offs and I remember us being in Van Roy's and she was like Warren I'm really scared to release this song woo -doo -woo -doo -woo. And I listened to it, I'm like, man, Treaty, this is a hit. Like, this is what New Orleans need. So it was like, no doubt, that making love, like the way Black and Mild mix and mastered, him and Treaty just unstoppable right now. Gotcha. So you know. Who are your top five music artists coming out of New Orleans right now? Okay. Then, and it can be Bounce and everything. Okay. As of right now, with Bounce, I'm going to say... Treaty definitely is doing her thing, bounce and regular rap, because people don't even know like her regular music. She's really like you gotta listen to her lyrics. Her for sure. Subs we showing. Gotta give him his props. He came out and rebranded himself and started doing bounce and fucking with different genres and like he got his hand on the city right now for sure. Y D the Ellis is definitely making noise. Um I don't think Fresh and Reckless is from here. I don't think they from here. They from here. They from here? Yeah, they from oh, I thought them niggas from Slidell. But and like one of them from the east and like one uh, of them from I'm like Morero. 
I mean, look, look at like when you, I always tell people catchy shit is what's selling. Like if you want to be a real artist, Fresh and Reckless is definitely listening to whoever is telling them what to do and they're making like major moves. And the other person I would have to say is, I mean, fuck, we got to get Rob his props, you know? Right. Gotcha. For so, sure. you know, everything, you know, fashion scene's been going crazy and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I can ask you because, you know, you don't make clothes, so it's right. a neutral question. <laughs> Who are the top five fashion designers in New Orleans right now? At the top of the list, and this is only because I think this dude is so creative. And when you look at his designs, you be thinking... Who, what, how you came up with this? M-Line. I think M-Line got a hold on like just how he's just making type of clothes like the sets and the prints. And even when he first dropped his jacket, you could tell his brand was going to be a staple. Definitely him. Um, my partner, Tavici. I do brand ambassador work for um, Made in the Hood. He is definitely like his, like the way he craft, like his handmade clothes is something... I've never seen anything cleaner than his lines. Um, thirdly, foreign. My partner Paul, Paul Online. He definitely is consistent. Maximo, love Maximo. I really, I just was at Maximo like three times last week. And I also really, really love currently Loyalty Club. I think the way they took and read the room and made them Raynig Insurance, American Trail. I always tell people, read the room. Listen to your audience, and that's how you're going to succeed. Like, that was fire to drop. Them hoes don't like that. Like, type shit. Who would think to put that on a shirt? And then she fucked with it. So, it's like, it was a win-win. Gotcha. You know, that would need to be talking. You know, people don't be talking about yeah. those topics. So, like, you know, because, you know, they have, like, a lot of fashion mm -hmm. in the world. Like, a lot of designers. Like, I'm like, dang. And I want to say one more thing. That's just the top five that, you know, I either be around or I wear. There's other dudes, like, I want to um, shout out um, Only One Lifeline. Uh, my partner's out the Magnolia. They is going crazy. Like, they're kind of based in Los Angeles, and they just popped out as a new brand, and their designs are sick. Like, I'm talking intricate. Like, you'll look at the shirt and be like, this is something I will wear. This is something that should be in stores. So definitely want to shout out Lifeline Studios. Gotcha. So, you know. Being in the, you know, New Orleans entertainment scene, mm -hmm. music world, fashion world, like what do you enjoy most about it? And tell us what do you actually hate about it? Um, I'm going to say what I enjoy first. I enjoy the luxury of being able to make income and being able to also wake up and be myself. I don't have to put on a facade. I don't have to act different around people. Everybody know when Warren walk up, I'm going to crack jokes. I may fight, do some cheesy shit because I just do stupid shit like that. I'm going to make you laugh till you cry. I'm going to roll my head. I'm going to say off the wall shit. That's just who I am. So I think being able to wake up and just be myself and make income from it is something that's like a luxury to me. Like I feel like if you have a talent, you're creative, I feel like you can feel me when I say making money off something that you was passionate about. It's like I could get out of bed right now and come up and just be like, oh, I'm Warren. Like I go from Warren to look at Warren. There ain't no difference. What I hate about it is it's a real pattern. Like once you get to a certain level, you see people starting to hate. It's like, all right, when you had, let's say, one song out, it's like, oh, yeah, do that, do that shit. You put out maybe three and four songs or you, you go to the next level. People start, you know, recognizing you. You get that little hate. And I don't know where that comes from. Like, why don't... 
I'm not going to really say the city because a lot of people like to say the city don't support. They support. And y'all may feel like they support popular, like popular people. But I feel like if you're not using your name to go the right way and be like, hey, look, I ain't popular. I don't be on the scene, but I'm creative. You don't have to be popular to, um, to succeed, like, you know, in this industry. So I just feel like I hate the fact that people... Um, a certain people start hating on you once you get to your next level. If anything, you should be like, keep going, keep going. And I feel like they did the same thing with Rob. Everybody was all for Rob. When Rob started getting to where he going, or oh, Rob like a blowfish and Rob can't rap. I'm like, y'all niggas just was yeet yeeting. Now y'all don't care no more since he with, you know, the big names. I just hate the city do that sometimes. And it's not everybody, but it's enough. So far as yourself, like, mm -hmm. you know, if we got to talk about, you know, if the head spin or whatever, like, sure. what's the name of what you be doing? I don't even really have a name. I, I didn't call it the Warren. I didn't call it the head roll. I didn't ask people to give me a name. They just be like, do, do the head roll. And that's, that's what we go with. Because right. I was at some chunk and I was talking to Keith Scott and I was mm -hmm. trying to do He said, man, don't do that. You'll get a headache. <laughs> so, like, like, how did you come up actually with that? Um, now, let's be real. The head roll is not something that ain't never been done. But I'm going to look you in the camera right now and tell you, you ain't seen nobody else in the world that's doing that shit. And I'm sure saying my word. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it's in your neck. So you want to make sure your neck is comfortable. Don't lock your neck up. You just feel the song and you just go fast, go slow. How that came about? We was at a party and these girls started shaking. So I'm like, okay, they shaking. And I just rolled my head to the, to the same beat. I posted it. People was like, man, what the fuck? They fuck with it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I started posting it consistently, like just doing it out in public and shit like that. And people was like, man, you really be doing that shit. Like, your head don't hurt? <laughs> Did it in a couple of videos. The videos went viral. What really took it off was Mardi Gras. It was in Demian. And they had a float that didn't want to give me no bees or something like that. So I tell my cousin, I'm like, record this. I walked up to the float. I'm like, hey. Hey, I posted that. That video went viral on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. From there, people just was tagging me and them doing the head. So that's what really made it go. All right. Like this nigga crazy. <laughs> if we saw you make, if like Ari do it, mm -hmm. I'm a Lola Brooke. If like, did they get a head? <laughs> I walked up to him. I was in um, Treehouse. They was like, man, come in the section by Ari. Okay, cool. I go over there. Ari, like, let's take a picture. I like, we're gonna take a picture, but. Let's do my let's do my hair roll. So at first she confused. She looking in the camera like the fuck. So she saw me do it. So she did it again. I recorded it. Boom. That was that. From now I'm like you know what? Every hosting that I'm a part of and a celebrity is there. I'm gonna make her do my shit. Why not? Did it with Suki. Did it with um, Lola. It was you know we just went on with it. It was Suki took it to the yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Suki <laughs> definitely put her own spin on it for sure. <laughs> gotcha. So like for the people who don't know, tell them what is the average day like you like. Like, you know, do you have a job? What else you mm -hmm. do? I definitely have a job. And if I tell you my job, you're going to bust out laughing. But I am somewhat a mad teacher. I've been doing it for four years. I ain't going to say the company I work for, nothing like the other school. But I deal with kids from um, grades kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. And just how you thinking in your head right now, yes, they know about the other Warren lifestyle. So I walk in class, they're like, Mr. Warren, we saw you punching booties. Mr. Warren. Do your head. Uh, the line in Uptown, I said, Warren, hurry up. I walked in class, they was like, Mr. Warren, hurry up. Like, they just, they watch everything. Then I know most of their parents, so of course they like, 
It's a warm my mama saw you at church on Sundays. No, your mama didn't. Don't say that in front of principal. <laughs> like, they just do stuff like that. So, but you know, I love it. I've been doing that. It is flexible. It's like I'm off on weekends. I clock out Thursday. Just look at warm time. Well, I have this question because I just had a second grade daughter mm -hmm. last year. Do you feel like the math is harder now than it was when actually we were younger? Because I definitely had to pull my phone. I'm like, i never seen this in my life. Definitely. <laughs> I definitely feel like Matt now is harder because I they was like, Mr. Warner, I need help with this problem. I was like, uh, give it an answer, go ahead. I'm not about to do this with you. We're going to do this later. We're going to figure it out later. But I was like, what the hell? Like, maybe, you know. And then when I say a teacher, I'm more so like a, the company I work for, I work with technology. So while she do like textbook work with them, I'm on computers and iPads. So I'm more tech savvy. So when it comes to textbook, I send them to the other lady. You come by me if you need help with picking out an answer or working the computer. But yeah, I definitely feel like nothing is the same from when we was in school. And I graduated high school in 2016. I'm only 25 years old. I'm gonna say, well, I ain't gonna say the person's name, but <laughs> he was an athlete and he went to school and teach because he, because you know, he, you know, he was doing gym and that, and athletics. Mm -hmm. He told me a story. He said a lot of stuff in the books you don't know. So when he don't know how to read the word, he just skip over. I said, so you and the kids go be dumb. Exactly. So like, how do you feel about like New Orleans education? I feel like, and I'm going to be honest with you, now that I've worked in it, a lot of kids don't know how to read, and that's the root of the problem. You can't even, you can't solve a math problem because you don't know how to read. Like, I'd really be working with a student, and I'd be like, what's this number? And it'll be five, and he'll tell me it's seven. Uh, She'll be like, I don't know how to read this. So, if they don't know how to read, let's say they get a word problem, they don't even know how to solve it. Because they don't know how to read. The word problem could say, Sally has four apples. Her boyfriend brought her three more. How much? They don't know how to set that up because they don't know how to put four plus three equals. Your, yeah, they just don't know how to read. So it's like, I don't know. I ain't putting it on the parents, but a lot of stuff do start at home. So, yeah. And the teacher and the parents. But, and, but did you see that viral video of like the little girl? She was like, Jaden broke. <laughs> <laughs> so like some I mean, of the kids Maybe if you make an analogy like that They may get it yeah, You gotta like You know you gotta make it seem Something that, that You know they've been around All they mm -hmm. understand Gotcha So What's your advice To someone that's younger Out there Like just probably Getting out of school mm -hmm. Don't know what to do Trying to figure out life Maybe won't get Maybe won't become A music artist mm -hmm. Entertainer Fashion designer Like what's your advice to them Do whatever you feel like it's right. I had a moment in life where I was like, God forgot about me. I don't have no talent. I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, I got my best friend. She like helping people. Of course, she went to school to be a nurse. Now she's a registered nurse. I got a partner who loves cars. He got a job being a manager doing valet, and now he works, you know, with CarMax, etc. I was like, what the hell am I good at? And I didn't think being an entertainer, uh, being a host was like a... Uh, real job at the time. I'm like, man, I can't make no money doing that. I need something that's like solid. But once I started being consistent, I was like, damn, this pay the bills. So it's to the point where now like, you know, I'm just consistent with it. You just gotta be consistent. So if you want to be a chef, start doing little shit. Cook at home. You know, try a little shit. Put it on social media. If you want to be a fashion designer, intern with somebody. I started out doing a promotion shit when I was in high school. Working with Morg, working with T Love, 
they both have their own, you know, business right now. So I'm like, I used to do small shit like I'm not getting paid nothing. All I'm asking them is to look, bring me in, put me on the flyer, and let me just come and experience the nightlife. And that was enough for me at the time. So well, now I'm getting paid to do things like that. So it's like you have to also not go into every situation thinking about money. The experience sometimes is way better. Like it's not all about a coin, you know. Eventually you're gonna get that. You're gonna get paid, but don't walk in like, oh, I'm not doing that because they're not paying me. All that experience I took made me prepare for like now, like man, I know how this how this business work. I know how that's just how that is for me. So that's my my honest opinion and my honest um, advice to anybody that's trying to do anything, go full throttle. Don't stop. Gotcha. So tell us, all right, what's next for you? I definitely want to get into acting. I feel like, um, like I told you, like I just said, if you want to do something, go full throttle. So when me want to get into acting, I do stuff like look up different little um Acting, acting roles, like a, like an acting prompt, read the book, and I just acted out at home. Like, I definitely want to get into things where I'm, like, behind the camera and in front of the camera. I'm definitely that person, like, let's say my partner photographer, I'm that person that had that eye, like, hold on, don't take it yet. Her hair right here. Hold on. I don't like her, her, her shirt is positioned. Move that. So I definitely want to just get into anything that deals with media and entertainment. That's definitely my next move, for sure. Gotcha. And also, last but not least, tell the world, I mean, what can they find you at on social media mm -hmm. and everywhere? You can find me on Instagram at look at Warren. You can find me on TikTok at look at underscore Warren. You can find me on Twitter at look at Warren. And my YouTube is look at Warren. So that's where I'm at. So when you see me, girl, look at Warren. I'm right here. <laughs>